Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the business journey podcast by Eden Exchange. Today we spoke to Chris Kager, who is the director of Refresh Renovations, a leading home renovation franchise across Australia and New Zealand, providing expert renovation design and project management. Listen as Chris delves into his background and how the business came about, the refresh point of difference in the market, the business growth strategy for Australia, and why you should consider franchising with Refresh Renovations. Listen on to discover more. Welcome everyone, my name is Raghu from Eden Exchange. Joining us on our team is Ellen Rogers as a co-host today. Hello everyone. Look, we're very excited about our special guest joining us today. He's the co-founder of Refresh Renovations Australia and New Zealand, Chris Cager. Fantastic having you on today and thanks for your time. My pleasure. Excited to talk to you today about you, your story and Refresh Renovations. Can you firstly tell us a little bit about the spark that ignited Refresh Renovations and what's your background and experience that drew you into this company? Sure. So my background is in the building industry. I started out in the UK. It was a joint venture between an Australian company and a European company. And I came over to New Zealand and joined a company called Fletcher Building. And Fletcher's is like uh, CSR or Boral in Australia. And that means it's a sort of very large company right across the building industry. So classically referred to as a vertically integrated company. We've got quarrying companies, we've got building materials, manufacturing companies, we've got distribution companies, we've got house building companies, we've got commercial construction companies. And I was head of marketing for that whole group. So that's quite a useful position to be able to understand the whole building industry right from digging things out of the ground to the final consumer. And also I got to get very familiar with the difference between commercial contracting, home building and renovations. We set up a company about 10 years ago called Traffic. And Traffic's like a BCG or a McKinsey. It's a very research-driven company, profitful analysis, value chain analysis. And we specialized in the building industry, working with the general managers and their management teams for all sorts of companies, uh, including the likes of CSR and, and those large corporate customers. We were often coming up with massive growth opportunities for these guys in the renovation market, but they could never access it because the renovation market is so fragmented that it's almost impossible for anyone in a corporate to engage with it. And that's when I first started thinking, well, this whole sector is broken. The renovation sector doesn't behave like the new home sector. It doesn't behave like the commercial construction sector. And it delivers really poor outcomes to homeowners. And it delivers very poor outcomes to everyone in the industry. So that's when I first started thinking about the renovation sector and the fact that something needed to be done to improve the sector. And I suppose I've got a bit of a vocational drive there as well, because building industry has been my working life. I'm sort of slightly embarrassed about the renovation sector because there's no reason it should be delivering such a bad experience. There's nothing wrong with the skills in the sector. It's just that the the business structures and the processes and the systems are so poor. And so I've got a vocational drive to say I want to really improve this part of the industry. So, Chris, in simple terms, what does Refresh Renovations do? 
Okay, so basically we are a building company and we specialize in residential renovations. And when I say building company, we are what would be termed in the industry a group builder. So a group builder is somewhere like GJ Gardner in New Zealand and Australia. Uh, you know, a, a, a corporate company that has uh, branches right across the country. From our point of view, we provide end-to-end renovations. That means right from the initial design all the way through to the finished construction. And in order to do that, because we are a corporate model, we're able to invest in really strong processes and really strong systems. We operate in New Zealand, Australia, the UK, and the USA, and we've got over 80 franchise business units across that. About 18 of those are in Australia. And that actually makes us the leading group building renovation company globally. All right. Thanks, Chris. And what is it that makes you do what you do? What do you love most about Refresh Renovations? Well, as I said, I've got a somewhat of a vocational drive. So my background is the building industry, and I really want to see us make a difference to the industry. And we have our, our purpose statement is actually to change the way the world renovates, which is quite a bold statement, and it sort of begs the question, why would you want to do that? And the reason we want to do that is that it currently delivers a very poor performance and it can deliver a great experience to homeowners and at the same time create great earnings for the people involved. Why do you think the renovation sector has a propensity to be successful using that franchising model? Well, I suppose one of the things that's absolutely amazing about the renovation market is how big it is. Over $2.2 trillion are spent on renovations globally a year. Uh, and there's over $30 billion a year just in Australia. So it's an absolutely huge market. And it's currently seriously failing. So something like 40% of renovations end up in a dispute with the homeowner, 20% in a serious dispute. And there's been a lot of research that shows that an average renovation wastes about 30% of the budget just through their inefficiencies. There's a lot of money being wasted. We really, as a company, we've got a resource and expertise that really understands how the building industry works across all the different sectors. So it's a huge market. It's currently failing. Uh, a lot of money being wasted. And we had the sort of resource and expertise to put in a, a new business model to um, deliver a better, better outcome. And why do you think that model delivers that better outcome? Uh, well, when you look at the reason the renovations fail, it's not about the skills of the tradesmen. It's about the processes and systems. So what we've done is to look at the way new home companies, the group building companies and commercial companies work, and they're just organized totally differently. So a typical renovation company, you've got a builder, he's a tradesman, he can only do so much work when he's busy, that's it. He can't take any more work. With a commercial construction company and a new home company, they can continue to scale because they've got someone owning and running the business and you've got someone running projects. So they're just organized separately. And a small builder, about 60% of his time is spent trying to run his business. And he can't do that and do his project management at the same time. So what we have is a model where you've got a franchise owner and their job is to own the business, run the business, build the team. 
So they don't need any building expertise, they need management expertise. And then they employ a project manager who is running the projects. And what that means is that you are able to have your building resource fully utilized. And the typical utilization of a little trade builder is only about 40% because 60% of his time is spent trying to run his business. Whereas a typical trade utilization in a commercial company is about 95%. And so what we've done is to say, let's take those processes and systems that work in the commercial market, new home market, and apply them to the renovation sector. So you've got an owner owning and running the business, a project manager who's employed by that uh, business to run projects. Because we're a large, we can afford really sophisticated processes and IT systems. So you can drive up efficiency. We can pool our buying power so that we can buy extremely efficiently across the group. We can have the, the back-end resource, the sales and the marketing teams to drive growth. So we can run it like a business, not like a trade. So obviously a lot of work has gone into clearly defining that business model. So you know, the franchisee and the, um, you know, the stakeholders or the employees of the franchisees can be successful. Does that also mean that a certain type of person is going to be generally more successful with, with a refresh franchise? Are there any particular behavioral traits or particular skill sets that you think are more conducive to success in this franchise? Yeah, people sort of assume that in order to own one of these businesses, it's going to be useful to be a builder or have a building background. And that's not true at all. In fact, the opposite is true. We did try when we first set it up, getting builders in and trying to train them to be managers, but that really didn't work. So the people who are successful are people who come from commercial backgrounds who are good managers. So they're good at building teams. They're good at the motivational side of the business. They're good at sales and marketing. Those are the kind of skills we need. Leadership, team building, sales skills. Construction skills come from the project managers that they hire into their teams. Just like if you're going to set up a restaurant, you'd have a chef. You wouldn't have to be a chef to be a good a restaurant manager. So in Refresh, you need to be a good manager, good at leadership, good at building teams, and then you employ a project manager to run your projects. And that's exactly the same model they use in the commercial construction market. And Chris, what do you look for in a franchisee? You mentioned they don't need particular skills or qualities to be a part of Refresh, but is there anything key that you're looking for? Well, it really is that leadership and team building and sales skill. Our franchisees come from a huge, wide range of backgrounds, from IT, from transport, from general management, vast range of things. So it's, it's really those people with the drive to be a good business person, and that is generally team building, leadership, uh, sales skills. Fantastic. Now, in terms of that skill set for leadership management, I understand that comes along with it for, to grow the business, but... How do you complement that in terms of utilizing their skill set in conjunction with the, the structure or training you provide with the franchise? Okay, so we, we provide a, a lot of support. We've got a head office team of about 25, and that's got marketing people, finance people, 
digital marketing people, training people, and so on. So there's a huge resource sitting back at head office to sort, support people. And there's a very sophisticated franchise business management system, which we call Refresh Control. And that's got sales pipeline management, financial management, project management, customer portals, trade portals, and so on. And so there's, a, there's an infrastructure, an IT infrastructure that people can use, and then various experts uh, back at head office to help them use those various tools. And each franchise, there's a franchise business manager who's allocated to each franchise. And when someone comes on board, they will meet them weekly, helping them get up and running for the first six months, uh, and then monthly for the remainder of the year. And then there's a quarterly review process. So we hold their hands quite a bit. There's a very good IT platform that they use. And then there's head office experts for specific things they're trying to do. If that person comes in who's interested, wants to be a part of the franchise, now what's your process of getting them on board and also seeing if there's a mutual fit for the business? We've got a structured due diligence process. So it generally takes people about eight weeks um, to go through that. Uh, it's a huge decision, so we provide a lot of information, and it starts off with a two-hour webinar. Now, a lot of people say, wow, two hours is, is a lot for your initial webinar. But the point is, uh, it is a massive commitment, and our model is quite extensive. And so we want to give people a lot of information uh, at the initial stage to see, is this something they want to do due diligence on? Do they think it's going to fit? If they do, then we host them really through a structured process where you start off with financial business planning. Uh, there's a, there's a, a webinar that we do with them one-on-one to go through financials, the detailed cash flows, issues, and so on, and a five-year business plan. And then we take them through a marketing webinar where we go through building up a marketing plan for them to drive whatever their revenue expectations are. Then we go through an IT webinar with them so they can see and experience what the IT systems look like. And while they're doing that, we're introducing them to franchisees, existing franchisees, so that they can start hearing the sort of the more personal side of what it's like being part of the Refresh group. And we've got a very collaborative model. In a lot of franchise systems, franchises are actually competing with each other for customers. In our case, uh, they're not. They're all helping each other. And if you talk to the franchisees, they're all welcome other people coming in that they can work with. And Chris, are there any trends you're seeing in the construction and renovation market at the moment? Well, surprisingly, uh, COVID has been a benefit, not a, uh, not a distraction, which has been quite a relief. But generally, when you look at the trends in the renovation market, we've looked back over 60 years And the renovation market is incredibly steady. It just continues growing year after year. So it's not like the new home building market and the commercial construction market, which go up and down like a yo-yo, depending on what the economy is doing. The renovation market just keeps steadily growing because it's driven by long-term trends like increasing urbanization, rising land prices and things like that. And so there's there's always an increasing demand for renovations. And then the other factor is that when the economy is not good, the banks tend to pull back their funding for new homes and commercials. So the funding drives up. 
the funding never dries up from the banks and renovations because they've always got the asset to secure their loan against. So it's not a volatile market. It doesn't jump up and down. It just steadily increases and the bank finance is steady, remains the same. So it's an incredibly secure, steady industry. That's really great. And in terms of the crossover between the different markets, are there substantial differences you're finding? No. I mean, that's one of the interesting things about the market. It's incredibly similar. So in every market, in New Zealand, Australia, the UK, and the USA, you've got the same structure. You've got a lot of consolidation. You've got big corporate companies dominating commercial market. You've got big corporate national, international companies dominating the new home market. And people will know their brands even if they're not looking for a new home. But in the renovation market, in all those countries, it's fantastically fragmented. In fact, in the States, Harvard University has been doing some work on this. And they say it's the most fragmented sector in the entire American economy. So everywhere is remarkably similar. Now, there are some minor differences in some of the legislation, building legislation state by state in Australia, and some slight differences between the legislation there and states in the USA. But overwhelmingly, they are identical. They all deliver a terrible outcome to homeowners, and they all waste vast amounts of money. They're all fragmented, and it's all about process. And because it's all about process, that means it's ideal for a large company to come in with better processes and better systems to improve how, the, how that sector works. And what challenges might you face as the world economy is waking up after this pandemic? Are you looking to overcome anything in particular? Uh, no, I mean, we obviously keep our eyes out uh, to see are there any things likely to blindside us. And there's nothing economically on the horizon. As I say, it's incredibly steady. Even in the GFC, the market hardly went down at all. So there's nothing in the economy that's alarming. We're a tech company, really. I mean, all, we're, we're a cloud-based IT-driven company. So technology is not going to blindside us because we will just absorb any new technology, bring it on board. And we're not really even worried about new competitors because we're the only group renovation company uh, in any country. And so we could have dozens of competitors coming in and it really wouldn't affect us because the other segments like the new home market, which are the same size, have got dozens of uh, competitors. So there's nothing we can see, and we keep looking. You know, we're a research company. There's nothing we can see that's going to uh, threaten us. Now, with Refresh Renovation's growth journey, what are your next steps or any key milestones that you're trying to achieve from the head office level in terms of franchise integration or recruitment? Well, we're constantly building and investing in our IT systems. So as we grow, as we, as we continue to grow, we just invest more and more in those, in those systems. In Australia, we've got about 18 franchises, but we're aiming for 300. So there's plenty of scope for us to be investing in Australia for a few years yet. We're also looking at growing in the USA and the UK. New Zealand is almost completely sold out now, so most of our growth is going to be in Australia, the UK, and the USA. From your increase, were there any key challenges for you to get the business to where it is today? 
Yeah, so I mean, we've learned a lot. When we first started, we thought we should be, you know, it's a renovation company, so we should be getting builders to, to run it. And we looked at the way the current market works. We did what the current builders do, which is we did we tendered on, on projects. Well, over uh, when we first started, um, a couple of years into it, we realized that both of those were mistakes. And we realized that tendering is a, a terrible way to run a project because you don't make any margin and there's masses of errors that come down downstream because you haven't done enough planning. So we completely revised the model after about two years. And instead of getting builders on board, we realized that what we need is good commercial managers. So that was quite counterintuitive, I think quite a brave move, but it absolutely transformed the business because it's a business that you're running. It just happens to be in renovations. And so people who are good at running businesses are able to hire the right kind of builders with the right kind of skills to do a really good job. Builders loved it because they became employees. Uh, they were looked after. They had a career path. You know, their, their life was a lot simpler. So we switched from builders to employing or recruiting commercial people to be franchisees. And then we got completely out of the tender model and moved entirely to design and build. And what that means is that you start talking to a homeowner right at the start when they're thinking about doing a renovation. And you start by doing all the design and the planning. So planning means a lot more than just design. Planning means um, getting all the other documentation and the contracts and the costings and that kind of thing sorted out earlier on. Those two things really transformed the way we run the business. That has really been the route to our growth. And I'm sure there'll be other things we learned along the way. We've learned both of those because we, we are collaborative. We do talk to our franchisees and we look at their performance. And um, those are clearly a much better way of organizing the business and running the business. So those are big learnings. And, and any key achievements you're, you're very proud of? Well, I think there is no other business like Refresh anywhere in the world, which is amazing because it, you know, you'd think there would be, and we've, we've done lots of, lots of research, but there is no other company. So that's quite a big achievement. And I suppose when you find that and you do research, you say, well, why is that? Maybe it's because the industry is better run the way it is. But uh, we piloted the model in New Zealand. We figured out that this model was much better. The franchises were getting great returns. The homeowners were getting great results. We're getting great testimonials. So we then uh, figured out that we had cracked the model and we wanted to know, was it just going to work in New Zealand or could it work somewhere else? So we then said, let's establish it in Australia. Australia is one of the hardest markets in the world because it's one of the most highly regulated, both in franchising and in building. But we set it up in Australia. It worked very well in Australia. And then we said, right, we've cracked the model. We've cracked being able to take it uh, offshore. So let's go to the UK and then to the USA. So I suppose uh, the things we've been very proud of is that we have come up with a completely transformational model. It doesn't exist anywhere in the world. It's entirely new. We've proven that it works. And we've proven that it works in multiple countries. We're now a global company. Can completely understand the idea you're coming with the buying power to consolidate a fragmented market throws up an enormous opportunity for people who want to, to come on board as a franchisee as well. 
the differences between trying to do all of this yourself versus leveraging off the refresh renovation infrastructure and buying power within a fragmented market ticks a lot of boxes from a strategy point of view. So it's really good. The majority of the people listening to this will either be business owners or looking to get into a business. Would you have any advice for someone thinking about making that inquiry or or weighing off whether they wanted to get into a franchise with refresh renovations? Yeah, I think it, it is a fairly unique opportunity. I mean, I guess all franchises are unique in their own ways. But what's unique about this is we are actually the people coming in and transforming this segment. So we're the only ones doing it. So that's unique. I've done a lot of research around franchises, both as a consultant in previous years and you know various previous roles. It seems to me that it's one of the few franchises where you really can make use of your corporate management skills. So there's a lot of people in corporates who have been thinking, should I, shouldn't I look at a franchise? And they worry that they're going to be stuck in making sandwiches or making coffee all day. Well, it's not like that at all. It really is something where you can use your sales skills, your marketing skills, your management skills, your leadership skills, because it's all about building those teams. And that's exactly what you learn in in a management team. It's also an extremely low-cost model to get into because a lot of franchises, you're going to get into long-term leases. You've got plant, you've got machinery, you've got stocks, you've got a lot of staff. You know, it's going to cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars to get into just for the setup costs. We don't have anything like that. There's no stocks, there's no plant, there's no machinery, there's no property leases. And so it's very low cost, but it's also not capped because, you know, a lot of, lot of franchises, you know, there's only so many cups of coffee you can push through your coffee machine or sandwiches you can make over the bar. This isn't like that because it's not driven through any plant or machinery. And so while it's a low cost of entry, uh, the market is so massive, we're not really capped on what your earnings can grow to. Each franchise uh, territory, we allocate a $100 million territory to. So you don't need to get a very big share of that uh, to be starting to get a good turnover. Excellent stuff. Great achievement. Look, it's been fantastic having you on today, um, Chris. Look, very insightful, both on the market as well as the journey of the company. For anyone interested, there'll be some contact us boxes near this podcast. We recommend you put your name down and and one of the team will be in touch with you ASAP to get your journey going with Refresh Renovations. Apart from that, Chris, fantastic having you on and would love to have you on again soon to inform us again of Refresh Renovations um, growth story. Well, thank you very much. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Chris Kager, Director of Refresh Renovations, a leading home renovation franchise across Australia and New Zealand, providing expert renovation design and project management. To find out more about Chris and Refresh Renovations, or to discover other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to our networking website, businessbyinvest.com. You can also subscribe to the series on iTunes, or Stitches if you're using Android. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram for recent info on the buying, selling, and investing world. Thanks for listening.